Welcome once again to the world's most award-laden podcast, Group Chat After Dark. I am your co-host, and my name is Bandit. Joining me is The Magnet. How are you, my friend? America. USNA, number one. I don't I don't even know. So, so for the cultured members of the internet, the uh, United States played a soccer game today, uh, known in other parts of the world as football, and they won. So they're now into the second round. Yes, it was a high-scoring game that only took four and a half hours. <laughs> they defeated Iran one to zero, and everybody lost their minds. That was a hard-fought one. Okay. Well, I, you know I what else? Was you know what else? We're one and zero in. Vietnam Wars, okay? I mean, that's debatable, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not to get into any of that, but here we are. It is, once again, we've fallen back in our old habits. We're right here at the end of November, releasing our November show, but, you know, we, we jumped the gun last, last month. We had a topic all ready to go, and we did it, you know, pretty early in the month. We did, yeah. So we're like, oh, we'll just... Hang out. We're fine. We got plenty of time. No, we don't. We never. Well, then, then I think we forgot what month it is because I don't have yeah. any clue of the passage of time these days. So. Well, and you also, you know, it's that time of year. Pretty yeah. much from November first, you are, whether you recall or not, you have made plans for pretty much every week and every <laughs> weekend until the end of the year, and yeah, so you're booked. You're gone. Uh, if you're me, your kids get sick every other day. Yes. And yeah. So, yes. yeah. Anyway, it, well, it's an well, exciting they, time. They attend one giant pool of germs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yes. you know, it's, it's inevitable that that's going to yeah. happen. When you spend eight hours a day inside a Petri dish, it's pretty much, and you have little to no immune system. <laughs> you're, you're going to pick up pretty much anything and everything that walks through the door. Maybe so. that's how COVID started. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. The government injected children, children with a virus. You know, it's one of those, and, and it's, it, I believe, still pretty much true to this day, considering this podcast was born out of the pandemic. Kids just really don't, for the most part, get bothered by COVID. They're just like, they either don't get it, or if they do, they're like, I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my and nose is sniffly. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So kids, remarkably, I don't know. I don't know what, because normally, and I'm I'm not going to get on this soapbox, but normally, anytime there's some sort of virus or disease or any, it it affects the very old and the very young, for whatever reason, the children thrive with the COVID. So I don't know what that's about, but yeah, maybe we'll never know. Well, you know what prevents the spread of germs, right? Cleanliness. Cleanliness, and you know what the number one is selling product in the history of shark tank is right bombas <laughs> no oh. scrub daddy bombas bombas is too cheap so right. we moved to scrub daddy season two season three whatever season that's this right. is that's right um i actually think we ditched them like mid-season because bombas we wouldn't pay us enough so yeah here we are yeah coors light <laughs> but you know to prevent the spread of germs use your scrub daddy 
scrub all of the food particles and nasty uh, boogers and stuff you leave on your plate after you're done eating. Um, and you'll, you'll have a much happier life. And then you can flip it over or run it under some hot water and it will get soft and you can scrub your face off. I, yeah, I wouldn't put it on your face. Scrub it with your Yes, it's what it's for. That's why it's smiling. Plethora of things on here. Household, Lufa. kitchen, outdoor, bathroom. Bathroom, see? Bathroom. But shower, sink, and toilet fixtures and cabinets. Shower. No, nowhere does it say use this on your body. In so the shower, would, in the bathroom. I would not put it on your body. Well, internet, if, if you try this, report back to us in the comments about how it went with the scrub daddy on your Ripping face. Ripping your face off. I'm um, sure everybody so, could use a nice dermafoliation, exfoliating scrub. Michael, let me ask you this question. If I, let's say I want to use the scrub daddy, but I feel like I might need a softer side. Yes. Is there a product for me in the scrub daddy family? There is. It's it's a, the scrub daddy's kind of in touch with his feminine side, his scrub mommy. The, the scrub mommy? The wife of scrub daddy, yes. No now, way, I just happen to have one right here in the studio. Now, they have had children, but they are estranged from their children, and we don't know if scrub child is around. Um, I'm not really sure what happened. Maybe CPS took scrub child. CPS took him, baby. <laughs> Her. She's crying. Her. But as you see, Scrub Mommy is a double-sided scrubber and sponge. Yes. He didn't know. No, no change of water. He's, he's flex, text, flex texture scrubber all the way around. Could you use Scrub, scrub Mommy. Mommy on your face? Uh, I, I don't know. It still doesn't say anywhere here about using it on your face. Yeah, it's pretty much the same stuff for both products. But... It's also apparently the parent company of Grub Daddy is the Smile Face Sponge Company because that's, <laughs> that's what they both say right here. Well, uh, that's uh, good branding, I guess. So, um, the thing that always weirds me out is when people scrub spoons and stuff in the mouth of the Scrub Daddy. Have you ever watched that? Well, I have not, but it is depicted right here on the box. It's very creepy. It looks like you're gagging the Sponge yeah, Daddy. It definitely does. So, well, Scrub Daddy. You know, if you're out there and you want us to continue to plug your product, send us a few shekels in the mail. Shekels. <laughs> nice. Well, once again, you have knocked it out of the park with your ad read and your segue from whatever bullshit we're talking about before the ad read. So yeah. I commend you. You you always do a marvelous job with our pretend ad reads for our pretend sponsors. Well, and you know, you mentioned Bombas there and uh, everybody knows what their favorite thing to get for the holidays is from your parents usually underwear and socks yeah always every year you're going to get at least one or the other and you're going to be like i didn't need either of these why did you give them to me you know and, what i believe last year at christmas inside of my stocking because my mother always i'm damn near 40 years old and my mother still gets me a stocking every year yep. she stuffs a stocking for me and uh there were some bombas. There were socks in my stocking. See, um, it's it's inevitable. Yeah. So, so we are both children of the '90s. We are. What 
what was the so when you got the socks and underwear and the other bullshit that you didn't actually want what did you actually want for christmas what was the number one thing so as we're segueing into our actual topic i took the liberty of pulling up an article here uh it's from yahoo finance it's, the name of the article is i had that every year's top holiday toy craze since 1989 as you mentioned my formative years were in the 90s so i very much identify with number 1990 on the list here the year 1990 the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh-huh. because if you can't tell from my yes, there's many turtles down there glorious china cabinet over here full of ninja turtles i still love the ninja turtle and a creepy a, urkel and a creepy urkel but i grew up in the height of turtle mania so for many christmases the big thing on my list and what was waiting for me under the tree inevitably was something teenage mutant ninja turtle related so how about for you i think so i was very much influenced by the um pop culture at the time so many things like i got so many of those stupid ass footballs with the wing on the back yeah it's called vortex yeah (laughs) the vortex yeah and then my dog and everybody would eat it or something oh Oh, oh, okay. Uh, my dog would eat it, and then I would uh, have to get another one like the next year. Um, but I had a lot on this list. I'm looking at it a few, t- uh, a couple of these. So we'll we'll uh, we'll jump into it. I had a oh man, I think I had all of these. I am not kidding you. Are you on the oh, same article? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh nope. Okay, 2002. That's when I was starting to get too old for this shit. Okay. Yeah, it it goes. I mean, it goes way up past my. Uh, Real, you know, Christmas didn't mean as much to me because I was not a child. So, so I did not have any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figures. Well, that is evident by your lack of respect for literally everything. Well, if I was in a nuclear accident and it gave me superpowers, I would try to get famous too. You it know, you give them you got, superpowers. You got the turtles. You, you got Alex Mack. And you, and you got because <laughs> that's you, that's always the parallel <laughs> and you got godzilla you know who's gonna who's gonna win in a fight my money's on alex mack because she could turn into silver slime she could turn into a puddle of reflective water <laughs> and move things with her mind i mean she she got a pretty good shot she did the ninja turtles did not have superpowers they were just mutated and became humanoid turtles that then learned the art of ninjutsu. Is that not a superpower? It's not a superpower. They just they're mutant freaks. Well, you know who really trained. did have superpowers? The Power Rangers. Okay. No, no. Power Rangers are much better. Power Rangers are trash, and everybody knows that. Although I have been, it is well known that I will talk trash about the Power Rangers to anyone and everyone, any given moment. However, there's a dark cloud over the Power Ranger family right now as they just lost one of their they did. OG yeah. Rangers to suicide, which is very sad. It is very uh, sad. He played so, a couple of, of Rangers, didn't he? Wasn't he the Green Ranger and the Red Ranger and the White Ranger at one point? Uh, I, I think so. I because I was I fell into the trap of the Power Rangers, the initial the uh, the yes. original the version. Japanese ripoff. Yes. Yeah, which that's. I won't, I'm not going to go there because this is a sad time for Power Ranger fans, but I was in that original version and he was, he was around for that. And I believe in that one, he was the green Ranger and then the white Ranger because ultimately they ran out of footage of the 
there was no more green ranger in the yeah. japanese footage that they used for the fight scene so they had to swap him um but uh yes yeah that, that's my memory of it uh so unfortunately that, that's a very sad circumstance so i will not mock the power rangers for this episode yeah no i think that's fair but I'm they at... what what year are they they are 94 the oh, Morphin Power wow rangers. it was that early huh i thought it was later than that I was actually banned from watching Power Rangers as a child. A lot, uh, I remember. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people were because of the yeah. violence. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, I did not watch it much, anyway. Yeah, my parents really didn't give a shit what I watched. Uh, so <laughs> I was one. I was always watching the Power Rangers, and a lot of people were like my parents will let me watch it. But of course, well, now you think about it, toys. and like, like we watch wrestling. That's way worse than <laughs> Power Rangers. So, like, I, I feel like our parents were in. like looking at the wrong stuff well you know and i've always i always tell people my parents didn't care what i watched but they also like my dad was always really good about explaining fantasy versus reality nice like even as a kid like i'd be watching like roadrunner wiley coyote and we you know we'd something crazy would happen and i'd laugh and he'd be like that's pretty funny right but you know you know, that couldn't really happen. You couldn't really drop an anvil on somebody like that, you know, like, yeah, no, no, so that's good. it was, it yeah. was always kind of ingrained in me because that's always been the argument when violence happens is blame it on television and blame it on video games. And as somebody who grew up watching lots of violent television and played lots of violent video games, I was, at least I had that coaching there to yeah. understand that this is pretend and this is real, you know, yeah, uh, I think a lot sense. of a lot of people lack that, and that, so I, I'm always very thankful that my parents were were very good about explaining the difference to me, but didn't put any restrictions on what I watched. So I got to consume a lot of things, but I still understood it's not to be emulated, right? Except yeah. for the time I almost cut my nose off with a pair of scissors because I was trying to be Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> that. That was really early on watching on Saturday mornings and I got the scissors and was doing this because he, he would get in the camera with the head and, threat, and, it. and I, 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 I cut my nose pretty good on both sides. Nice. And uh, my mom, I remember being threatened that that was, that there would be no more wrestling in the house. <laughs> so That's funny. Yeah. I, it's when funny I was, now. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, this kid tried to pierce his ear with scissors and it didn't yeah. work. Oh, God. Yeah. That was a fun one. But anyway, uh, I started at the top of the list here, and the number one, and I didn't realize Game Boy came out in 1989. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. That's uh, I was still not a human at that yeah. point. You weren't. You were. That was back when you were dead. Yes, I was really dead. I was not yeah. not alive yet. That's another thing I always wish I had was a Game Boy. My cousin had one. Of course, he, my cousin was like in the army. He was much older, yeah. but. So anytime I would go to his mom's house, I would be like, can we get the Game Boy out? And I would play with that Game Boy. I always wanted one. I remember, yeah, one of my cousins had a Game Boy. He was the first to get the Game Boy. It's the white and red one. Yep. Um, and then I didn't get one until they were smaller. It was the Game Boy Pocket. Yeah. Let's see. And I, I never had. I never I got had a Game Boy Color. I was, I was hardcore into Game Boy for a while. Yeah. I mean, it was huge. Like, I, I, I just... After that, I don't know why I never really got into any of the other versions. Every time, but... well, there's another toy later on this list where Game Boy really made a comeback that we'll talk about. Okay, um, that was formative for me. But I always lost the stupid cover for the batteries on the Game Boy. <laughs> of course, you did. So, so they would constantly fall out. Just, just yeah. every every couple of hours, the batteries would fall out of that thing. So we talked about turtles. 
We talked about the Game Boy. Number three for 1991. I think it's a big one. Super Nintendo. Another one that I never had. I never had Super Nintendo either. I only had regular Nintendo. Yep, we did too. We had regular Nintendo, which I loved. Super Nintendo, I wanted so badly. Yes. What? What? Okay. What's your number one game you wanted to play on Super Nintendo? Because I know what mine was. There were. I'm. I have to go with three because there were, th- and they're all Mario games. I can't help it. But I wanted Super Mario World because that was the game. I think that was the one that the pack in. Like everybody had probably. Super Mario yeah. World. Um. Uh, Mario Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Always wanted to play, and then there was a really weird game. And my neighbors had all these. I used to go to my neighbors and play Super Nintendo all the time. It's just a really weird game. It was called Mario Paint. Mario and it was like, Paint. Yeah, it was like it came. It was the game came with a mouse, and it was like, I yeah, it was it was way ahead of its time as far as a video game. But you uh you you it was like Microsoft Paint, except it was Mario pictures, and you kind of not even paint by number, but you could fill in the lines or you could create your own pictures and everything. And it was. That's what it was. It was Microsoft Paint, but Mario themed on the Super Nintendo. And I loved playing Mario Paint at my neighbor's house. That is bizarre. Yeah. I have never heard of that game until this moment in my life. It's a thing. You should look it up. It'll change your life. Well, the number one game I wanted for Super Nintendo was NBA Jam. It wasn't even oh, close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to play the big head mode yeah. with all my favorite basketball players. With uh, all and- your favorite faceless well no no because nba jam i'm thinking college uh yeah. college slam the knockoff i love the yeah. college slam knockoff one of my friends had it and uh i would go to his house on weekends and play it for like hours yeah um so yes i really wanted the super nintendo yeah really badly i, I uh years later i I snagged myself one of the little miniature ones um nice. you know in the last five years whenever that came out i had i was like you know what i never had a super nintendo i'm, I'm getting this one so that's yes that's awesome what games does it have it has it has super mario kart it has um super mario world um there's like some random game that they know like star fox 2 or something that they never released uh that they put on it to like goose sales for it it's it's got a lot of different things et the game it does not have ET the game. That was for Atari, which is another great story. But uh, yeah, so that it has a bunch. I obviously don't play it nearly as much as I probably should, but it has all the Mario favorites. It does not have Mario Paint, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that one seems kind of niche. Yeah, it did not come with the tiny little mouse. <laughs> so. Did you ever have... So this is totally random um, and not related to this list at all, okay. but I'm going to say it anyway uh so so we both had regular nintendo did you have the um the trackpad for nintendo where you had to run on it to like simulate track no i did not but i i do know what you're talking about yeah we had it and it was nuts yeah you would you would break like a full sweat playing that game because you had to do all the events sprinting long jump it was crazy i i remember because it's one of those like rare now like in the like vintage collector world of like if you have that like still in its box yeah. it's worth a lot of money um so i'm aware of it just because of that but i never i never had it or knew anybody that had that game growing that up. was a fun one yeah that was fun um so if you get a chance to try it check it out but uh 
I'm just going to ping around the list now because okay. yeah. next is Barney. We already talked about Barney. Barney. Yeah. Uh, Bar- Barney's covered extensively in uh, season three, episode nine of Group Chat After Dark. It's behind a paywall. So you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> you have to subscribe to our Patreon, slap this button down here <laughs> to get exclusive content. These are jokes. A, there is no paywall there. Are, yeah. We will not beg for likes or subscribes. <laughs> no, no, we did not, we not really care. But you know, French people, if you're out there watching and you want yeah. <laughs> you want to check out the Barney episode, absolutely somewhere below, probably it's there. Um, so Pogs is next. Now I remember Pogs. Pogs. I never played Pogs. I just had them and kind of fucked around. Yeah, like like oh, I got the snake Pog. That's kind of me too. Yeah. yeah, like every now and then we would play, uh, but it was mainly just a collection. Like yeah. it was not. It, I didn't actually play Pogs frequently so yeah so if somebody knows how you actually play pogs let us know Um, if if i remember it was basically just you stacked them all up in the middle and you took the heavy the slammer thing and you slammed it down and depending on i think any pogs that landed face up you got to keep that's right anything face down went back in the stack and then the other person went and that was how it went yeah, if you were like hardcore, you would play them for keepsies. Yeah, yeah. and that was I never wanted to lose any of my pogs, so I'd yeah. never actually play anybody. That's right. So, but yeah, I, I think that was the idea was that it, and it, I, I might have it backwards. It might be face down, but either way, whatever you know, basically you were, and you I mean you traded them anyway. But it was like I didn't want to risk losing them in a game, so I yeah. uh, we would just stack them up and be like, no, we're not playing for keeps. But anyway. So next is Power Rangers. We're going to skip that because Power Rangers sucks. Um, hey, come on. Show a little respect. No, the, the, it sucks. It's just a ripoff of a Japanese cartoon. Anyway, uh, next on the list, this was actually huge for me. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I also grew up with two sisters, so there's that. True. I mean, but, I did too, but I, yeah. I, I, we skipped next this is one for some reason. Beanie Babies. Um, Beanie Babies were huge uh, for me growing up. I don't know why my particular social circle was really into beanie babies but we were and you had you could not take the tag off the ear they had to stay yeah had to stay on i probably had like 20 of them wow yeah quite a bit i remember the the craze of the beanie babies it was not for me i was about 10 years old when beanie babies came around and i i didn't get into it i remember my younger sister had some beanie babies but it was after the craze like they were still around i mean they're still around now there were uh, people buying that up like kind of like nfts now and like trying to oh yeah sell them off for millions of dollars to oh yeah yeah absolutely fun things yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah they, they were people the values that people were putting on them because of their rarity or whatever yeah they were they were investments for a lot of people yeah that's interesting i, I would feel yeah. like that's uh that's not something that I would want to get into. Um, well, you did. I know, right? Well, peer pressure, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I just Googled what the most expensive Beanie Baby was of all time. Yeah. And, oh, shoot, it went in reverse order. Hold on, I got to scroll. Oh, boy. Technical difficulties here on group chat after fart or dark. <laughs> I think it's that tie-dye one, but I can't remember. 
I just for some reason something sticks out in my head about a Princess Diana be- Beanie Baby that was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, was that Prince- it? Princess Bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also known as the Princess Diana Bear was released in October 1997. Uh, That's they're I'm... they're purple with a white ribbon and and white rose, and there were only twelve of them. Okay, yeah, I just recall something about that, and that's probably somebody's made jokes about it or something that it's stuck in my mind that there's a Princess Diana bear, um, but only twelve. I mean, that's pretty rare. Yeah, yeah. Number two is Bubbles the fish, and number three is Piccadilly Attic. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it's a bear wearing a clown suit. That's Piccadilly Attic. I don't know okay. why it's called that, well, but there you go. I think it's best not to question it, really. So, so yeah. Uh, for some reason, Bubbles the fish is a. It's just a regular yellow clownfish, and it's uh, very expensive. Oh, Sold wow. for as much as one hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars. Oh my god! For a yeah. tiny little toy stuffed with beans. <laughs> So there you go. Now we're gonna skip Tickle Me Elmo. I think both of us missed Tickle Me Elmo. That's kind of a baby toy. Well, it's. I mean, it was not for me, but I just remember the craze surrounding it. The, the I heard. It, I heard a rumor about Tickle Me Elmo one time. Oh, it, it was that he was embedded with Chinese government secrets, and if you got the right <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo, it would start speaking the Chinese government secrets. Wow, I never children. heard that. Yeah, um, yeah. I just remember because. I think like during the eighties, the cabbage patch dolls were the things that like parents would model each other for, <laughs> to get them for their kids. For Turbo man. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's, there's a whole movie based on the, the trying to get your kid, the one thing they want that every other parent's trying to get uh jingle all the way starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, take a wheel. I just remember that one. I mean, people were going nuts for those things. Yeah. And yeah. I like, it wasn't for me. I was too old, but uh, yeah, that was, I just remember the mania surrounding it because it was another, I mean, the footage of people trampling and, you know, just, they had to get these dolls. So it's crazy. Oh, yep. Crowds are rushing to get their hands on the doll sent one store, one, one store employee in Canada to the hospital. Nice. It says about Tickle Me Elmo. Wow. So. Now, did you have a Tamagotchi? I had um knockoff Tamagotchi. What was it called? Gigapet. Yep. I had Gigapet. One of those too. That was yeah. like the big, like the American version yeah. of Tamagotchi. Um I had <laughs> this is terrible because 1997, I am very much uh right there at pubescence. And uh, <laughs> so I kept telling people. For my birthday, I wanted a Tamagotchi monkey because to discipline the monkey. Oh, spank the monkey. Yeah. There was only one way to discipline the monkey, uh-huh. and it was to spank it. So, of course, I'd be like, look, I'm spanking my monkey. That was my 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 uh, classic dipping my toe in the water of the edgy. Uh, virtual pets. Yes, yeah, edgy yes. humor. It was there. all for humor. I didn't care if he died or not. I just said, look, I can spank my monkey anytime I want. So... Hilarious. I'm like Carrot Top. I'm a prop comic. <laughs> I had a, a Gigapet as well. It was the official Jurassic World Gigapet, a baby oh, T-Rex. Nice. Yes. And uh, I was just having to Google it uh, here on my other screen. And this guy on Reddit has one. Uh, he's 27 years old. The the 
Tamagotchi or the yeah. Gigapet is? Yeah. Wow. He's kept him alive for 27 years old. And he's wondering if he changes the battery, will the will the 27 year old Gigapet die? Wow. I'm gonna click on it and see what it says. <laughs> oh, there's only five comments. Uh oh. No one knows. I googled the monkey gigapet, and here it is. It was called the microchimp <laughs> <laughs> by Tiger Electronics. I had to Google it. Wow. Well, yeah, my sister and I had a Tamagotchi, and I think they both died. So there's that. Because weren't Tamagotchis just like they weren't? They didn't really look like anything. They were just like. I think they were just blobs. They looked like yeah, fuzzy like little blobs. blobs with a face, and yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, I, I'm I'm fairly certain that we got Giga Pets because I don't even think they sold Tamagotchis in America for very long. I think they did, but it was just, of course, you know, the uh, American toy makers had to they had to jump in on the craze. But uh, anyway, I I think they did, but I don't know because again, my whole experience with it, I was too old, but my experience with it was the purple monkey that I like to spank. Nice. So, yeah, I think my sister had the purple monkey. Yeah. The microchimp. Yeah. Um, Although that doesn't make any sense because clearly in this picture, he has a tail. And chimpanzees do not have tails. Oh, yeah. So somebody at Tiger wasn't doing their homework on the great apes. Anyway. I'm sure they on. don't care. No. Well, next on the list, I had one of these. And <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a, creepy. a nightmare. Next on the list is Furby. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I had a Furby. He was yellow and black, too. tiger stripes. Ours and... was gray and black tiger stripes, so that's funny. We had cousin Furbies. And it would constantly be hungry, and then it got sick and just said, Furby, sick, and then it would vomit. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, or sneeze. It would also sneeze. It would go, uh, uh, achoo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I... My Furby may have been the origin of the COVID pandemic. <laughs> Could have been. Maybe it had coronavirus before all of us. I remember when we got a Furby, it was like, of course, it was the craze. Like, you had to have a Furby. We got a Furby, and like the first night, we were like, oh, this thing's really cool. And then after that, it was just really fucking irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Did like, no your Furby what... come on in the middle of the night while it was dark? Probably. I don't really have any recollection of that, but I, I, my big recollection is my sister and I thinking, oh, you're like, okay, well, you keep it in your room tonight and I'll keep it in my And then after that, it's like, no, no, you just keep the Furby in your room because it's like, it just was so annoying. Yes. Yes. That it, it was like the novelty of it wore off pretty quickly. And it was like, I don't care for this anymore. Yes. Furby, I, Furby, I feel like was like Turbo Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my. I just remember. I remember being so excited when we got home because it could do all these things, and then it's like it doesn't really do much other than be annoying and make a lot of racket. So yeah, I know the next one on your list was all you, and I was never a part. Pokemon, of hell yeah, yeah. I used to go to Pokemon shows. Wow, and tournaments, Pokemon wow. tournaments. And then there was an episode of Pokemon where Pikachu considers leaving Ash to live in the herd of wild Pikachus. And uh, it made me cry as a young child. 
God. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. In 1999, you were. I was nine. Yeah. You were nine. Oh, yes. that's right. Because you're a 90. Okay. 1990. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. And, and actually, I think uh, Game Boy uh, resurged at this point because Pokemon Blue and Red were mm-hmm. two of the most popular Game Boy games. And actually, I think people still play them. Um, Probably. Ever to be released. Those were the two first two Pokemon games. Um, the same game, different. Uh, you could have different Pokemon in different games. So if you got blue, it was more water Pokemon. If it was red, you got more fire Pokemon. Okay, because yeah. they still do that. I see it every like every yeah. couple of years. The one after that, I think, Pokemon. was lightning. Yeah, yeah. And then it's two versions of the same game: silver and gold, and yeah, all yeah. these kinds of stuff. Ruby and emerald, or something. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, no, the cards that was really popular. People, I had a binder full of them, just full of Pokemon cards. Wow. Yeah, and you traded them just like you traded Pogs, kind of same deal. You just didn't want to, uh, like, accidentally trade your good cards for shitty cards or something. Yeah. So you, you had to know. Um, and the <laughs> there's a official Pokemon handbook in the picture here. I have that book somewhere. I'll have to find it. Of course, of course you do. Yeah. Probably that, signed. No, not signed by Pokemon himself. Pokemon. <laughs> do you know? Okay. Do you know what Pokemon is short for? Chim Pokemon. No, it's yeah, short. It's short for Pocket Monsters. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, I've I've never heard that actually. That's yep. It comes from okay. the Japanese, yeah. The pocket monsters, and he shortened okay. it to Pokemon. That makes sense. So, there you go. And then everything else, I think, had Mon after it for a while. So Digimon was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember so. Digimon. I mean, I I don't know anything about it, but I do remember it being a thing. Yeah. Um, and then the next year uh, on the list here is the Razor Scooter. I also had one of these. Really? Um, yes, they destroyed my shins because you. I, I tried. Did. I tried so hard to be able to do one of those kickflip things yeah. with it, the whip, like the whip scooter, scooter whip. Yeah, yeah. I could never get it, but yeah, no, I, I uh, had. I had one. It was. I never, and and that's probably due to my uh, environment. There were not a lot of places to ride a razor scooter on the, the road. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, not a, the road wasn't even like in front of my house. There's like a. <laughs> a driveway that you go like you know so it's like i couldn't even just go out in the road and ride it because it was i'd have to carry it up the hill and go out and around so skateboards rollerblades like I, anything like that i just never really got into we had bikes that yeah. was about it because you know yeah. they had to be mountain bikes because <laughs> it was you all lived on a mountain. gravel yeah on yeah. a mountain and so scooters and skateboards and all that stuff we just we just didn't have a spot for it so, yeah, the thing I never understood about the Razor scooter, uh, it was not really that much more efficient than walking. Like you're, you could never really go very fast because <laughs> it's all human powered. And now yeah. they have these scooters that the electric scooters. Now those are the shit. Yes. Um, but yeah. but uh, these ones back in the day, kind of lame. However, it did prepare me for being an adult driving a electric scooter at top speed through the streets of Austin, Texas. That was pretty fun. <laughs> So, yeah, and then we kind of get into the, the next couple. Uh, I think we got too old for some of these yeah. stuff. So I'm skipping a bunch, but I, I think one famous thing on here is the Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. Uh, because we played the shit out of the Xbox 360 yep. uh, for a long time. Now, uh, you may not remember this, but I, I was like anti-Xbox yes, for I a do. while. I didn't yeah. even have one. Yep. Uh, and then I got one, and it was like, oh, wow. Your life changed forever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, um, this, when I saw this on the list, it reminded me of how I got my Xbox 360. Um, it was the first year of like Amazon doing these deals for like the holiday season. And I'll never forget, I was in college at this point. Yeah. I was home for Thanksgiving. And my mom had somehow gotten a line on the uh, the deal. They were going to sell Xbox 360s for $100. And there was only a limited number at this this you know price point. So Thanksgiving Day, we're down at my grandmother's house. My mom and I leave at the time when the sale is going to happen. We go up and we get on the computer and we try to get this Xbox. And we managed to get one. And I can't remember how many. It might have been like 500. Anyway, we somehow managed to get one. And you might not have known this, but when they released these things, there were like four different versions of the Xbox 360. There was the base model. Oh, that's right. There was yeah. the, I forget, yeah. the Elite. The, the, they had like three different tiers of the console. Yeah, one had and that so, big-ass hard drive on it. Yeah, yeah it had a, an attachable hard drive. The, like the one I got was the base model that just came with a controller and I think nothing else for 100 bucks. And that is how I got my first Xbox 360 because my mom had some upset. Like, I don't know. My mom almost was as, as, as obsessed with it as I was to, to try and get the deal on this thing. And we somehow managed to do Could it. Could you imagine getting an Xbox for a hundred bucks? No, because I don't remember what they even cost like retail at the time. Yeah. But uh, that was, that was kind of the, the crazy part was like a hundred bucks, you know, even for the, the crappy base model. It may have yeah. been 200 bucks. It was like, you got a hundred dollars off of it. Uh, but that was, that's how I got it. And of course that that's the one I kept for a long time. Wow. Uh, it was the one that gave me the red ring of death multiple times. And uh, you had so to put anyway, a wet towel on it and start it up. It was, it wasn't a wet towel. You just wrapped it in a towel because basically it was bad soldering. That was, oh, that so would you're cause just red... it. yeah, you'd so you'd wrap it in a towel, leave it on. And so it couldn't vent. It would heat up and it'd, it'd secure that bond again. And then, a few days later it would red ring again because that solder was just really weak. So, but yeah, you could, you could extend the, rather than ship it off to get it fixed, you could, you could cheat it for a little while. But anyway, uh, all that to say fond memories of the Xbox 360. Yes. Uh, yes. It's, uh, that was a good one. That was one. I, I was like not into video games at that point. So, um, yeah, but that was a good one. So, there's a bunch more on here. If you guys want to check out the article, yeah. uh, we're not going to go through all of them because a lot of them don't pertain to stuff that we liked. But um, I wanted to ask you, what was the number one toy of the 90s? So I have two, so I'm going to cheat yeah. the question a little bit. But what was the number one that you always wanted that you never got? There were many, but uh, the one I discussed with you earlier when we, we decided on this topic. Many, many me, hours ago. Yeah. Many, many hours ago. Weeks even um for me the the thing that i always wanted i coveted and never had for myself was the ghostbusters uh ghost trap that slid across the yes. floor and you could stomp on and the doors would fly open uh i don't remember it might have been part of like a whole set or it may have been a standalone toy but they had like the the backpack you wore to be a ghostbuster and all that stuff and uh uh my buddy todd had that stuff and I would beg to play Ghostbusters anytime I was at his house. And be like, I don't want to play Ghostbusters again. And I'd be like, dude, you've got the ghost trap. It's just sitting in there. 
how how are we not playing Ghostbusters right now? Because as we discussed, when you're a kid, it doesn't matter how many toys you have or how cool the toys you have are. You could have the best thing in the world, but the one thing you don't have that your friend does makes it the coolest toy in the world because you do not have it and you've got access to it, which Todd has always said he liked playing video games with me because I always had the best video games. Well, I liked playing Ghostbusters with him because he had that Ghostbusters stuff, you know, because it didn't matter how many, how cool the games I had were, I had to play Ghostbusters because I couldn't at home. So yeah. anyway, yeah. I, that's, that's probably, there's, you know, one of, one of yours, I, I'm not going to piggyback on, but that was also a big one for me. I really wanted that, but that probably the most but, coveted thing for so me. So I looked up the ghost trap. It is worth $90 used on eBay. So yeah if you're looking for one you can get it but it's uh it's going to cost you a little bit well and it's there's a lot of research to support that about 30 to 40 years after something is popular it has a resurgence because ah. the kids that grew up on it have aren't, well now they have expendable income <laughs> and they want that stuff so whether it's new stuff based on that or they're trying to buy back the toys from their childhood yep. so that stuff 30 to 40 years will you know really kind of top out as far as its resale value and then you know it'll that'll that'll kind of taper off and then tickle me almost and all that you know all that stuff that came later will start coming back they'll want that the original stuff again so anyway please yeah. reveal your no cheating. so my my one the for, number one that will always be in my heart is the talk boy from uh home alone that one like Looking back on it and thinking about the the actual usefulness of the talk boy, probably not that great. Like you could say like a sentence into there and then play it back to yourself, I guess. Yeah. Um, I actually never really saw one in real life. I just really always wanted one because my really? dad, yeah, my dad and me watched Home Alone like every yeah. year for Christmas for like 15 years. Yeah. Um, not as many times as I've seen fucking karate kid, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but, but Home Alone's up there. Um so yeah, uh, that was one I always wanted. Uh, but yeah. number two, uh, I, a surprise revelation was Gak. Oh, I always wanted Gak. Yeah, yeah. From I had Gak. Trust me, you didn't want Gak. No, I <laughs> actually I got to play with Gak one time, and it smelled like butt. It it was awful. Yeah, and and that cured me of the Gak. But yeah, damn, if those ads didn't make me really oh, want yeah. some Gak. Yeah. That was those. That was right. That, when you were the bullseye of that demographic, they were yeah. going for. So you're like kids that like to make fart noises. <laughs> Shove your thumb <laughs> in that thing. It was so good for making fart noises. Yeah, but Gak was awful. And yeah, your hands would kind of have that residue on them. Uh -huh, yeah, and it did. It stunk some fierce. <laughs> so yeah, because I, yeah, I had Gak. They really, they really got people with that. God, I wasted a lot of my parents' money yeah yeah thinking about so, all this crap anyway well yeah then kinetic sand did you ever have kinetic sand i had something something similar yeah i, I remember getting it for my Moon birthday sand, something yeah. One day. yeah something like that yeah yeah um yeah i recall and i it was like oh that's kind of because i didn't even know about it somebody just got it for me i was like that's kind of cool and i played with it a few times I feel like I was just on the cusp of being too old for it. I mean, it's all those, it's kind of those gimmicky toys. It's like Gak, you know, and slime yeah. and uh, what's that? The goosebumps, the goosebumps stuff they used to sell, the green slime. Yeah. That sounds really familiar, but I can't, 
think of what it was. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, those were well, those were the ones. Um, and then I got old and didn't need them anymore. So yeah, here we are. But yeah, me too. Time. I don't I don't really need toys anymore. Yeah. No, you keep buying them. <laughs> You're single-handedly keeping Kenner toys in business. Kenner, my God, Playmates is what made Ninja Turtles. Everybody knows that. But um, yeah, this was fun reminiscing on the '90s. So yeah. uh, go out there, you know, get you get you some Twizzlers, get you some Gak, and uh, reminisce. Get, you know, hold your pogs tightly. Yeah, don't play for keeps. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and uh, if you're bored, check out the Barney episode. <laughs> Season 3, episode 9. You're really proud of that one, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. But uh, <laughs> no, if, also, Internet, if you're interested, look up the dark side of the Double Dare game show. I'll leave you on that cliffhanger. So I'm David Pumpkins. Any questions? And he's gone just like that. As mysteriously as he appeared, he's gone again. We want to thank you once again for joining us here on Group Chat After Dark and listening to the ramblings of two random dudes. We appreciate that. And I usually plug things here, uh, our other stuff. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I probably still will. But right now, there are there are rumors, lots of rumors abound about the status of Group Chat After Dark. And uh, I, can't, I can't comment at this time. However, I will say that we will address all these rumors about group chat after dark right here next month on group chat after dark.